This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This month is all, or at least it seems to be, uh, a lot about uh, other kinds of outreach that you as an organization have been able to kind of reach out and support. Exactly. And we're very blessed when we have these opportunities. And this grant in particular really impacts so many people in our community. And it actually is a designation now for our community. So we're happy to have Linda here and to share this great news. All right, Linda, under what hat are you here? Because uh, <laughs> you wear a lot of hats. I, a couple, yeah. I am here as the dementia-friendly Decatur coordinator. And what does that mean? What, is that, what is it you do in that role? In that role, um, our, our purpose is to raise awareness and educate the public. Just the community. It is a um, more of a social training rather than a medical okay. training. Um, we train individuals as well as businesses and just how to recognize the signs of dementia. Dementia itself is not a disease, but it is symptoms of several diseases. Um, most common is Alzheimer's. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. And, and so you, you work, uh, and, and you know, this is, I mean, I, I guess like we think about celebrities like Bruce Willis or something, you know, you read recently, but families go through this all the time yes. and, and maybe they don't have any training at all to deal with it. And it has right. to be impossibly hard. Right. It is. And most caregivers are family, Yeah, which adds that emotional element to it, which makes the frustration level come on a lot quicker. Sure. Um, so we, we work with individuals to recognize it. And then how to deal with someone who's living with dementia. And, and ultimately, one of the goals is to get rid of the stigma of having dementia. Um, when I was a kid in the 60s and 70s, my friend's dad had cancer. And it was, oh, Mr. Smith has cancer. Yeah, we whispered. Or even <laughs> say the it. C word. Yeah. 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 And, and right now, it's that way with dementia. Oh, well, he has dementia. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's it's also incredibly tough just because of the length of time you can deal with. I mean, you yes. kind of wrap your head around, you know, somebody having a heart attack or somebody having stage four cancer or taking care of somebody. But but the idea of years and years and what that does to the people who are the caregivers. I, I mean, I think yes. that's just a very frightening mm -hmm. proposition to most people. It is. And and you do it. <laughs> but this helps make it so that people living with dementia and their caregivers can be comfortable getting out into the community. Um, the statistics for, that I just got from the Alzheimer's Association said that in 2020, the COVID contributed to a 17% rise in Alzheimer's and dementia-related deaths. Isolation is, is a killer. And when, when the people with the dementia or their caregivers don't feel comfortable taking them out, then they stay home. And it just speeds the process, which is awful. So we're hoping to work with the community in different businesses um, to make their facilities more dementia friendly, to train their staff to be more welcoming and, you know, how to address it. And then things in the community right now, we have um, some memory cafes. We'd like to see more of those. What, what does that mean? A memory cafe, <clears throat> um, the, the person living with dementia and their caregiver can go and there's usually a meal Sometimes there's entertainment or an activity for them to participate in, but they're they're not like oh I have to keep mom in order because right. But where would they, where would they go to do this? The the one we have right now, um, the health department is with a starting point, and I can't think who's anyway. It's out at Evergreen. Okay. It's it's twice a month. 
and we'd like to see more of those. Yeah, and and I, I think the communication too. I, you know, I th- this world. You know, when we talk about mental health, and we've talked about it a lot over the last year and a half, it is so contained. You know, and I know part of your job, as you just described it, was getting the message out there. And I feel like you got to go look for it sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. Uh, and, and I'm glad to hear that there's, you know, conversations going on about how do we get it out to yeah. the masses. Because yeah. I, I think sometimes those worlds become bubbles, you, you know, and somebody new to that world has a hard time finding it. Yes. And right now, Macon County at the health department, we have starting point, which is absolutely fabulous it it's just a pool of information as to where to go but okay here's where to go but we want more places for them to go yeah for for the the social part of of dealing with dementia um and i and that's great and and i hope that the new i know there's a lot of new bodies you mm -hmm. know coming into the health department but i can tell you i've never heard of that and and i've been doing this for 26 years uh most people just have a hard time finding it so i think that's the key uh, and I think that for stigma, too, you, you know, the more public conversations you have and the more people are brought in and the strength in numbers when you find out how many people are going through this, it doesn't yes. feel like that isolated thing that's yes. only happening in a bubble. All right. So that's great. So what does it mean to have a, uh, a dementia friendly community designation? What is that? Um, th- right now we're working at Land of Lincoln Credit Union, which is one of our grantors. Um, they've very generously given us a three-year grant, matching funds grant, and the Mental Health Board um, also is one of our um, grantors. Um, a dementia-friendly business, I'll just use Land of Lincoln, for example, um, we will go in, we will train their staff. They will have to maintain the training as part of their onboarding and, you know, whatever suggestions can be made to make their facilities more dementia friendly for users and that sort of thing. And we will just stay in close contact with them and they will help us promote the dementia friendly attitude, I guess. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, and, and then um, th- there's this grant will be, you mentioned land of Lincoln, the mental health board, and obviously the community foundation, uh, a new part-time position. What, what that's, is that? In, so that will be what we're talking about. Here. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Linda's position. And you know, they've worked on getting this, um, recognition for almost a year right the committee's been meeting we started meeting we started talking about it in 2019 then we started having meetings and doing the community assessment right and the whole process um we had finalized our application last august and we received our designation at the end of august i think or beginning so of with September. the covid break in there and yeah. Yeah. yeah well, there's that. <laughs> yeah. Our own blip. Uh, I just got a text from Clay that they're working to do this out at the Scoville Activity Center in yes, addition to their senior. Was, it's on my list. Okay. <laughs> um, so collaborators and, and partners, and and that's you know I, I know it's hard. I you know there's a you're, there's a lot of clutter and everybody's trying to break through the clutter. But I just think having more and more of these conversations and getting it out there and normalizing yes. it, I you know, does a lot to knock down the stigma and just the awareness of how big a problem problem it is and yes. then the resources in which to take care of it which is what I think Natalie and, and her crew have done and so for well. the caregivers you know Linda mentioned that I mean the stress on them as well and and we have a very personal experience with you know Ursula Back who my mother-in-law and went through it very publicly as well and to have these places and you know I know for Ursula music was always what was still very strong for her mm-hmm. and she could remember the words to songs when she couldn't remember our names so I know that these cafes are critical for where they can go be themselves. There's like you said, there's no fear of what other people are thinking and they can have that joy and they can connect with their caregiver, which is what is missing so much. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
And if there are folks out there that want to get involved as far as a hosting side of things or, you know, what, what's the best avenue for, of communication for them to reach out? The, the best way to start the, the outreach is um, through email, dementiafriendly at chelpil.org. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll see if we can't make sure we get that okay. into the story in the can podcast. I, can I brag about the park You can, quick? absolutely. Okay. <laughs> we held a summit um, last fall after we got our designation, just brought in all the players that were involved in it and players who wanted to get involved with it. We also had several couples of um, people living with dementia and their caregiver came. And we held it out at the Scoville Zoo, and we had some excellent speakers. And then we did a tour of the zoo. And then we came back and brainstormed with our our, our recipient, the people were trying to serve the best about how the zoo could improve to make their experience better. And Mr. Fry was just on it. And they're very excited about making some changes and, and doing that sort of thing. And so they're, they're a huge supporter of this. So the park district as a whole is the zoo in particular. And yeah, the, the Scoville banquet facility is, is a very active place for seniors. So we're, we have places that we can just help build on, get people together and, Get it going. Okay. We're not trying to reinvent anything. Right. Uh, well, it, you know, it, look, it's, it, you know, um, you know, anything we can do to help. It, it, it's just a matter of, of getting the word out there. And, and I think sometimes that's enough comfort that people realize, you know, I'm not just going through this myself. You know, people I Absolutely. know are, are going through this. And I don't have to feel bad not knowing right. what to do. I think sometimes there's that guilt involved, right? Mm -hmm. that, that you ought to know instinctively how to deal with this. And, and you don't have anything else to know. Right. Uh, so I think there's some shame. There's some guilt. There's some maybe, uh, you know, feeling like you're in it all by yourself. That's why I'm happy to hear about this today. And that's why you continue to do what you guys are doing to help the cause. Uh, all right. So it, the Chelp website would be the place I would want to go to sort of find out more about this. Probably in a week or so. Oh, okay. <laughs> we will have a page on the Chelp website. It hasn't been developed yet. So if you can email me is probably the best way, which is dementiafriendly at chelpil.org. Okay. Uh, great stuff. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Good to see you again. Uh, and I, I know we were going to have the CHELP director in, Natalie, but there was a, a scheduling uh, snafu, but that's good. We, how do you decide this? I mean, what, what does this look like on the Community Foundation's front? I mean, like when you're funding these type of things, you, you know, are they coming to you? Are you going to them? What does that look like? So mostly they're coming to us. I had the honor of being at some of the meetings as they were planning this and so became very aware of it. And then when they had the opportunity to look for funding to bring someone as amazing as Linda into the fold, we, of course, wanted to be part of that. And so, again, it's just like you said, it's those resources. It's on the ground support. And we just think of the lives that these individuals are going to touch. So we're very intentionally now funding positions, funding outreach, because like you said, People just don't know where to go. All right. Well, uh, thanks to you. A lot more will. And uh, we appreciate all the effort. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.